What's going on? And welcome into your favorite podcast in the world. It's the That Being Said Podcast with your boys, Sammy. And me, George Jordan. We're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sand Hub. How you doing today, Sam? Doing good, man. How about you? Very Episode, good, Episode uh, 607. 607. We're gonna, we did a little bit of heavyweight bouts today. We talked a little bit about Wilder and Fury just for about 10 minutes. And we talked a little LeBron and Zion. Where's Zion ranking the NBA? And then we did, if the playoffs started today... Who do we have winning the championship? And we did round by round. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, George has a little announcement that you'll hear right after this intro in the ad. Uh, and uh, so make sure to check out George's podcast as he's and, going and, on. And, and, and I will add to the intro, March Madness is where I'm going. They do they do have events there for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's not what we know that they have TVs on, but we don't know how big it ends up. Yeah, no, true. But they, at least they, they have promos to go watch it. All right. Go listen after this. George is going to tell you what he's doing. Um, on top of that, uh, you can find all our stuff at sonsports.com. It's S-O-N-T sports.com. You'll find all our social media, all our podcasts, all the articles you got to support. Um, for anybody that's big Seattle fans, you can always find us at Sant Seattle too. We have all those pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So for our Seattle people, go check us out on Sant Seattle everywhere. Um, for those that want to know what Sant stands for, George, what is it? Sports on tap. And it's, this is Sports Radio Redefined. Peace. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> All right, a nice little uh, twelve-day hiatus, George. Wow, twelve days. Although it felt like it was much longer that we haven't done a podcast, but it's only been twelve days. Yeah, and then uh, I guess we'll announce this here on our uh, podcast here at the beginning. Uh, we'll be recording in separate locations for a little while, starting next month. Thought we'd wait like a month to say that. No, let people let people you know get a little bit uh, excited about it. You know. I'll uh I'll also I'll kind of here plug my own podcast before we get started. Sports are funny with George Arjour. Uh, I'm gonna be kind of traveling around the world here for six months to a year. We'll still be recording this podcast, but just over the um over the phone or over the internet, whatever works. So it's gonna be and, literally no different to you guys. Yeah, but <laughs> no difference to you guys. But, but George on, is on but, a cool journey. Yeah, but on the sports are funny podcast, what we're gonna be doing is. We're going to try every week, at least once a week, one of the episodes is going to be going to a different bar or a different restaurant or a different live sporting event in different parts of the world. For example, I will be in Medellin, Colombia at the beginning, and it's going to be uh, during March Madness. So I'm going to go find a, during a Sweet 16, a sports bar in Colombia that plays March Madness and just kind of see what are people watching it, what people are doing there. And if there's anything, um, any buzz at all for that type of sporting event there, and if you look for March Madness, enough, there may be, there might not be, there might not be, absolutely. I, I, other I, sports to for sure. Yeah, I know the NBA playoffs there is. I've already looked that up as well. But every week we're going to be doing a, one episode about a podcast and a write up about it about a sporting event in a different part of the world. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be exciting. Sports are funny with. George Jour podcast, and you can obviously find that at sportsontap.com. So, not sportsontap.com but or sportsontap.com. Sorry about that, but I, um, which is you know, sports on tap. 
Sonsports.com. So S O N T Sports.com. Uh, you a flustered or something talking about this? No, not at all. Why? Sports, I've never heard you say sports on tap. No, because I'm on Sons Sports right now and look at where my mouse was pointing on the sports on tap logo. So I'm, you know me, if I have something pointed at something, I'm reading it. That's fair. Um, we're going to be talking about the heavyweight battles. I said battles correctly. Um, LeBron and Zion, of course. This is mainly an NBA pod. We might get a little bit into the Rockets. But right before we get into NBA, we had a little bit uh, George talking about what his future is here with uh, his podcasts and, and work. It's going to be exciting. And then we're also going to talk about something else that's exciting, which is heavyweight boxing is back, kind of. Um, and so... I say, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's a... a, a there's a reason I say kind of. Boxing is one of those sports that's kind of there, but like it's never fully the sport, so it's kind of back. Um, and I say it's kind of back because there are other fights that might outdo it. Like Floyd Mayweather said he's down to fight McGregor again. Like That probably does a little bit of better numbers. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about Fury and Wilder for two minutes. One heavyweight battle before we get into the LeBron Zion heavyweight battle. Um, I thought that was kind of cool how that worked out i did I, I, I like the play on words it, it was ve- it was very uh should i dare say george-esque george-esque heavyweight bouts um yeah i really everybody or what well, the favorite was wilder right right and as you know i was i thought fury was the favorite just and this is where me and george uh, both of us i'll just say this honestly i'm speaking for you as well but it's not like we watch every friday night boxing on the we're not like uh i don't know all the statistics behind boston i'm a i'm a, I'm a boxing uh how would casual I say? fan yeah but i'm i mean yes i'm a casual fan but like i guess i'm not boxing i really love boxing it's just i don't think there's enough gr- gr- good boxing to deep dive into the sport to be a like statistic or a guru a con- a con- a connoisseur connoisseur Sure, kind of, sort of, whatever. Um, there is, if you want to watch all types of boxing, but we're more interested in the type of things that are like r- the big name bouts. We're not watching Friday Night Lights every every Friday. So, uh, everybody that I listened to that knew a little bit more about boxing, everything I heard was about how Fury is the like better boxer. But then when I we were talking about it. I was like, oh, Fury's favored, obviously. You're like, no, I'm pretty sure Wilder is. Mm-hmm. And we went to the numbers. Wilder was favored. It, was, it wasn't by much, but he was favored. I yeah. mean, it was a clear – there was no point where Fury was favored. But the only reason I had um, – the only reason I had Fury winning is because everything I heard from people was he's the stronger boxer. He has the better legs. He has the better punches. Wilder is pretty one-dimensional. And so I thought it was really interesting. I think the only thing was that maybe Wilder was younger. He was, yes, younger by, what, four or five years? Yeah, and uh, I guess because last match he knocked him out, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, There was a, a knockout, and but Fury got back up, and it was kind of a controversial ending with the tie. But everybody I listened to that knew about boxing on TV and the pre-fight stuff, everyone was just talking about pretty much how Fury was the better boxer. So I was kind of surprised going in that Wilder was a favorite but you saw in this fight that I mean Wilder uh, I mean obviously could kick my ass but he he didn't really seem to make any impact during the fight and it was a lot of just Fury toying with him a lot of just hitting him 
where it really hurts and where it matters. And he strategically, I felt like, got him pinned against the against the ropes every single time until it was the point where it was time to throw in the towel. And I, I think you saw if there was a rematch, I would assume that Fury is obviously the better fighter here. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I, I, I am actually not even going to look at, not try to analyze it too much um, because I don't know much about how to analyze boxing personally. And I can only go off of, I guess, what people do tell me. But one of the things I did want to talk about more, though, was the, um, I what did you think of the excuse on why he, he lost the fight? Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Devontae, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I always want to say Devontae. Doesn't it sound like it should be Devontae? No, it doesn't. All right, well, it sounds like it should be Devontae. My name's Sammy. Doesn't it sound like it should be Samuel? Samuel? Like, no. Yeah, it could could be like People's names are Deontay, Yeah, no, I know. I just sometimes it sounds like like it just, it sounded right. Your favorite athlete's name is Jameis? Yeah, Jameis. It sounds like it should be James Winston, but it's not. Um, And... Wilder came out and said the reason he lost the fight and lost his leg sorely in the fight was he's wearing a 40-pound costume, mask, batteries inside of it um, that was supposed to pay homage to Black History Month and did pay homage to Black History Month. And what was interesting about that is, one, there's only two ways I could go about this. If it did actually go ahead and add too much weight pre-fight and that made him you know, in some way be fatigued and lose his legs. That's absolute stupidity and that they didn't try it on before the fight versus uh, Fury who was carried on on a, or I don't know what I would call that, almost like a float. He didn't even have a to throne. use a, a throne and he didn't even have to use any energy walking into the fight versus Wilder who was wearing a 40-pound, you know, costume and walked in and then supposedly lost his all his energy or it's the lamest excuse of all time that like really um your dad a lot of father not you but you know wilder's a dad i'm sure he's carried his babies around for a long period of time i know his babies are probably not 40 pounds but he might have a four or five year old who's 40 pounds and is 40 pounds really enough to really knock out a guy who is a heavyweight champion of a world who walked to the ring for what one minute so i don't know i just found it to be either a very lame excuse or a really really stupid uh decision not to try on the costume before or wa- try the walk before or even to even wear a 40 pound costume if it, if that would you know make it in any way shape or form tired before the fight yeah i guess it's all the above i mean it's a bad excuse probably shouldn't wear a 40 pound costume and it probably really didn't affect you at all it was just it was an excuse yeah but it's still one of those things you probably still shouldn't wear it even if it causes half a percentage of your energy for the night which it might cost you half a percentage of your energy okay cool it's like yeah if i put it no matter how big you are if you put 40 pounds on your back and walked for five minutes yeah it might be a little bit of a workout yeah true it's not a reason for the loss i mean well, you always say there's reasons and there's excuses. Do you think this is a reason or an excuse? I'll give you a reason. A reason is when he got hit in the ear, they said his eardrum was busted, which is why he lost his legs. That's not an, that's not <laughs> an excuse. That's a reason why the guy's legs were wobbly. So, right? you, but so you think the costume is an excuse on why his legs were wobbly? Yes. Okay. I mean, it's not like he was uh, lunging in with 40 pounds. He was walking. Yeah, right? it wasn't like two, two dumbbells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like if he was doing lunges while walking in, sure – I mean, at the end of the day, 
you put it on and you would have known if it was too heavy to walk to the stage right. with, right? You'd have been like, nah, sorry, fuck this. I can't do that. Um, I, I think he used that as an excuse to why his legs were so wobbly, but obviously his legs were wobbly for one reason. When he got hit in the ear and his ear started bleeding, he lost his like equilibrium, his sense of balance. And so it was an excuse-filled fight. Um, and I think... I think there. I think last fight seemed like it was full of excuses. Like it was a draw, but people were like, "Wilder should have won." And now Wilder's here trying to give excuses to why Fury won. In it, theory, maybe Wilder should have won that first fight, and right now we'd have a one-one. You know, two games against each other, with the third one hopefully being a rematch. And they said Wilder is going to be most likely doing that fight right exercising, they, exercising like the, the option pause, yeah. yeah and they said for some reason i was reading online that in the contract that it has to be before september 1st i think they can change that i'm sure contracts could be hope changed they i hope they can't either and you don't no, want to be it's gonna be in the summer yeah. it's like six months i mean they could do it no no August. absolutely and but if they can't change it, i'm with you i think how cool would it be in the summer on like fourth of july night just have something like on the 4th of July. They wouldn't cool. do it that night because I know people are out. And I know. About, they'd probably do it, I'd, I'd assume, like the 5th of July or something. Like the first week, the weekend of 4th of July, whenever it may yeah. be. But yes, it would be cool in the middle of the summer when baseball is the only relevant sport to have a primetime event. That's Especially if the Olympics get canceled. Yeah, if they do. Speaking of the Olympics, they might cancel because of coronavirus. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, I got nothing to say about it. Like, do you want, do you want to analyze how they can get rid of a coronavirus right now and see how we can you know cure it? Yeah, if you have the virus, stay inside. Stop Thank, spreading it. Yeah, listen to Sammy Jorjor. Um, at the end of the day, though, I was so hyped to see that fight. That's all I really have to say is uh, it's pretty dope. Fury singing karaoke was one of the greatest moments. Yes, it in was sports history. I know some wow, people, sports history. Yeah, like not on the. Like not like in the playing field or on the court sports history, but just like post victory. Like usually after championships, it was like one of those Kevin Garnett, like anything is possible type of moments where you're going to see it played. Like Fury saying a lot of championships or big events. You don't get that much of an entertaining moment. Like what did Patrick Mahomes do after the Super Bowl that really that I remember. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, There's you know one thing. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll look at this back in thirty years and be like, "What are the best moments in history of celebrations?" But now that now that you said that, I can't really think of moments where an athlete got so real after winning a championship or winning anything and did something that was like so outrageous, like singing karaoke. Like LeBron James didn't win. You know, he said, Cleveland's for you. I'll probably remember that, but he didn't pick up the microphone and start singing, yeah. you know. And anything uh, is possible really is pretty standard, yeah. too. It's just yelling in the mic. Exactly. It wasn't like a magical moment. I mean, I guess a lot of people, you know, Daytona does like the kissing of the bricks or whatever. Yeah. NASCARs, but that's like everybody does it. I can think of things that weren't in game. I think it was like, I think of things on the field, like was it Marshawn Lynch at Cal took the like, golf cart and drove yeah it but the field. still like that wasn't that, a championship yeah, it wasn't a championship richard sherman yelling at aaron andrews winning the wasn't. nfc chief championship game i'll remember russell wilson because we're from seattle when he was crying after he maybe he threw five four picks in the first half yep against the Packers. came back and won and then he like was bawling out crying in the press conference yep i'll remember that but this was like 
so cool to be like, okay, I won. Give me the mic. And let me just sing American Pie. Yeah, and I'm not American. Uh, yeah, I'm not American. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, that was that was great. All right. Well, with our boxing news, went a little longer than we thought even. Uh, should we get to NBA? Yeah, let's get to NBA. Zion, LeBron. Um, another heavyweight matchup. Uh, it, it, uh... I watched all the. I mean, I watched the game, but I, I watched it pretty. I was at a dinner party. I was watching it, right? But I wasn't like locked, locked in. But a couple takes. One, LeBron's still the best player in the NBA. Number two, I, I said this before. I talking to you yes, yesterday morning about it. I was certain LeBron was going to put on a show. I was like, LeBron's not going to let Zion win. Now he's not going to give it his all like it's an NBA final game, obviously. But I was like, LeBron's not going to let Zion win. He's going to score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And he had his, uh, he had his season high 40 points Yep, and really did put on a show. Yeah, no, he really did. I mean, LeBron James did show. I was talking to you today, this morning and I will before the pod is LeBron the best player in the NBA right now? I don't know. He could be. But it, it's down, I think, at this moment to him, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis. And if you you know, you know put a gun to my head and I want one guy to win one game, I'm still going LeBron James every single time. If he's the best player in the league, it's not like it used to be where he was the best player in the league by far. But at the same time, he, I, I do believe he is. The best player in the league. I be- <laughs> I believe it, but I can. You could come up to me and make an argument for Kawhi. You can come up to me and make an argument for Giannis, right? And I I believe that your arguments could be very valid. Your arguments could me- make a lot of sense, and your arguments could be right. But I'm taking LeBron James. But on the flip side, Zion Williamson, where is he right now? Do you think in the NBA? And that, that's a question I think that's really important because he's coming to the league and he, what, I think he had 29 yesterday against the Lakers. And I know him and LeBron didn't really face up much. I know LeBron ISO'd him once. But I think I think we can say that Zion already as a rookie at 19 years old is anywhere between the 15th and 20th best player in the league. And I think right now he's the number one most watched you have to watch player in the league. And that's not because he's more fun to watch than LeBron or more fun to watch than Giannis, but it's new. So like when something is new, you want to tune into it to get the first thing, right? You don't, you don't rewatch a movie 55 times. If there's a brand new movie that can win a Grammy or Oscar, whatever movies win. So you just, today he's the number one thing to tune in to watch because a lot of people still haven't seen him. Yeah. I 15 to I, yeah, no, I, I fifteen to twenty. Like I, I don't know what it is, but let's go through a list. Okay, let's go through. A go list. to like MVP odds list because that would kind of probably tell us a little bit of more. Because I'm not disagreeing with this. I'm very interested in feeling. Where is he? I would say in excitement. Of course, he's somewhere in that fifteen to twenty. But if we're talking best players in the NBA right now, I think he's close. All right, I, I don't have enough, but let me. See. I'm gonna just let's go, go to the uh, All Star lineup. I'm gonna go NBA points per game list. That's kind of a nice little way. And there's people who are not gonna be on that, but we can say like you know. Uh, well, you could go to All Star list. That's the top All Stars. Our NBA. And just All-Stars. remember, okay, we have guys like Curry and Durant. I'm talking about people who are yeah. playing right now. Okay, we have, but like Paul George is kind of playing. You could say Paul George and Zion are probably like. Would if you're the Clippers right now, would you rather Zion or Paul George? 
Like for the playoff run or for like the future? No, for this year's playoff run. And you have to you have to put health into perspective here. And they've both been injured this year, but you do have to say I know Zion's played like ten games. I know. Uh, let's go through the starters in the West. He's not better than any of his starters in the West. Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, or LeBron James. Correct. Now, in the East, let's just go through the West All-Stars. So okay. there's five. The East is a tricky situation. Yeah. Devin Booker. I'm taking I, – I think Zion's better. Yeah, yeah, he's already better than Devin Booker. Yep. Chris Paul. Chris Paul's better. Chris Paul's better, but obviously – that's a weird one because Chris Paul is 34. Right, so but obviously, he's better. Like right, so LeBron. six right now. Yeah. All right. Damian Lillard is better. better. Nikola Jokic is better. Better. Ben – oh, this is because it's not – it's LeBron and Giannis's teams. I'm like, wait, where did Ben yeah. Simmons come from? Ben Simmons. This is an interesting one. Ben Simmons is technically a little better right now. I'm going to say Ben Simmons is a little bit better right now. I agree. Sabonis, obviously Zion. Zion, Tatum, Tatum's a little bit, a little better. bit better. Westbrook's a little bit better. And Westbrook's a little bit better. Giannis, how many? How many are we at now? Well, how many are on that team? We only gave two over. No, we gave like three over. We have so one, two, three, four, no, five. I'm saying there's only two that we took six, out: seven, Booker and Sabonis. And Sabonis, so out of twelve, so that's ten players that are better than them right now. So okay. we have ten players in the league better than them. Giannis, better. Yeah, 11. Joel Embiid's better. 12. Siakam. He's better. I know it yeah, sounds know. stupid, but it's better. Better. Kemba Walker. Zion. Kemba's better. This is not a fun topic. No, no. I think Zion's better than Kemba Walker. I think right now, if you replace Kemba Walker and Zion from team to team, I think the impact that Zion makes is a little bit better. Okay, that's fair. I think that's a ridiculous argument for Kemba, but <laughs> Kemba's been an all-star starter I, I for the last two years. I understand that. Zion, even if he played the whole season, I'll, would give, not have, I'll give you Kemba, but, not, but would not even have cracked all-star starters. Oh, true, but that's also – no, yes, he would have. He would have easily been a starter because of also, over, over um, maybe Luka or no. – or Dude, this is fan voting. The fan voting don't play as big of a role, except for Trey Young for some reason. No, no, fan voting isn't that the that's the number one thing in the All Star voting. Zion okay. would have been. I'm just saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Hard. Yeah. LeBron didn't even make an All Star team as rookie. Did I he? know, but I'm not sure about that. But I know with Zion, that's just fan voting. I'm not saying he did, okay. would have deserved the spot. Just keep going. All right. Like I'll give you. I'll give I, you. Here's the thing. I'll I'm not going to sit here and like. Go with guys that are top ten players in the NBA and try to convince me that Zion's better today. He I'll, might be in like okay, six I'll months. I'll give you Kemba, but if I I might have to take one down the line. Give you Kemba. So there's fourteen players better in him right now. Two years in a row, all star starter. I'm giving better. you. I'm giving you Kemba. Trey Young, okay. obviously Zion's Zion. better. Trey Young. Okay, I'm gonna say something. Trey Young shouldn't even have been close to being an all star starter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think? Don't you think Zion would have got the same type of votes as Trey Young did if he was taking over the league right away? Sure, but Luca might have still passed him. Maybe international voting yeah. too. Bama, but add Debayo. He might be better than everyone else left on the East list. Well, not the East, but the Giannis. He's not better than. He's not better than Donovan Mitchell or Jimmy Butler, or Rudy Gobert. Correct. So that would make him the seventeenth best player in the league, or eighteenth. Sorry, eighteenth best player in the league. And then you add Kyrie, Durant, Steph. Clay, he's pro- if they were all playing, yes. and Paul George was healthy, 
He would probably sit at the twentieth spot, basically. Around the twentieth spot, because you could fuck around. You, some people might say like, not Kemba. Some people say Kyle Lowry's better because right. he's, he's Kyle it, Lowry's the most underrated cr- player of all time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, no. It's just that my my point is more like whether he's a twentieth or twenty third best player in the league. Nineteen years old. That's impressive, dude. That's yeah, really impressive. I mean, LeBron did the same. Yeah, thing. of course. But there's not. Um, it's like LeBron did that. Who else has done that at nineteen? Kobe took years to get into that all-star level. Shaq might have done that. Shaq went to college Duncan, for two sorry. years. Duncan went to school for three years. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. We're not talking just rookies. We're talking yeah, I'm about talking 19. about 19-year-olds. LeBron and... LeBron and Carmelo. Yeah. Dwight Howard was pretty damn good his second year when he because he came in at 17. Yeah, true. His, sec- his second year was really good. His first year was a little rocky, I believe. Um, Basically, like a little, it, it is LeBron's status. Yeah, it's LeBron's stats. Now, yeah. I don't think he's going to have the career LeBron does. But, I mean, who does? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, I just don't think he's going to – but we're not going to look back at Zion at the end of his career and be arguing who's the greatest of all time, Zion, LeBron, or Jordan. Yeah. I mean, we, we can always leave, like, LeBron and Jordan out of these conversations. Yeah. Because they're, like – they're. I don't care how much some people hate LeBron. I get it. But he's obviously either the number one or number two player of all time. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear at this point. You're seeing what he's doing. I know some people can make an argument for number three. I don't believe it. Disney Magic or something? Disney Magic or Bill Russell, but I don't believe it. If we're going to go with Bill Russell, then it's the same argument for being over Jordan. He's not better than Jordan. I don't don't believe it. (laughs) I'm just saying some people might make that argument. So not saying the winningest players. This is the best. It's LeBron and Jordan. Um Zion's probably the 20th best player in the NBA right now. But, like you said, if he's been playing the whole year, number one, it'd be a different story. He could be like the 15th or 10th best right. player in the NBA. And if by next year, it's kind of like Luka, okay? Luka went from being like the 20th best player as a rookie. There's another one, actually. Luka was probably the 20th best player in the NBA. I in forget, do you know why I forget Luka's what? like age? Because he went to play in Europe for so long. He was 17. He was 17, and I forget that he's not like 23. Luka. Was the 20th best player at 18. And guess what happened year two? He's an all-star starter. Yeah. He's top 10 player in the NBA. I can see the exact same. I think Zion next year, include, with Luka, will be two guys under the age of 20 mm-hmm. that are I have one pro- top 10 I have one problem, though. Hmm. Next year's all-star voting in the West is going to be the most ridiculous all-star voting of all time. There'll be Anthony Davis will be left out or like Zion. Or James Harden, or like, so, or Luka Doncic. Because of his position, it's going to be either LeBron Davis or Luka. They're going to be replaced because oh, yeah, it's forwards, right? It's going to be like it's going to because don't forget uh, Curry's coming back as well. Clay, Clay's come, but Clay's not going to be a starter. And I know these. I don't believe the rumors, but there's rumors that if, if Giannis went to the West, which I West. I don't believe it personally, but if he did, could, yeah, he's not. Let's not even like let's not start that. I'm not. Well, no. I mean, it's something. I, I'm not gonna say I believe it, but if it's a rumor, people believe believe it's a possibility. It's something to at least. I'm not to start it. I I I'd rather put the fire out than add flames to it. But I'm gonna add flames to it and say that'd make the West even more ridiculous. Obviously, but he's not going there. I mean, like, I, if he went there, this is not. Even, this is like Durant was in the same conference, so he was trying to like make his path easier. Right. He'd be making his path harder. That's so true. It'd be really dumb. They're by far the best team in the East. Right. So I don't think he's going to do it. He's also young. Like People forget like when Durant did these type of things and LeBron made their first moves. These are at like 28, yeah. not at 24, 25, when they're still like 
figuring out their careers. No, I agree with you. So I'm not trying to. T- if it happens, it happens. I'll be wrong, but like, come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking about there's going to be two, three guys that can be flip flopped in the the West starters. I will say this: probably two guys that I think will stay put are James Harden and LeBron James. And James Harden because position positionally, he's like the only shooting guard, probably in the, in the entire West. Well, it's kind of weird how they had it like that, right? Like, if you go look at the way they had the starters on the All-Star team, forward center Anthony Davis, guard James Harden, forward Kawhi Leonard, forward guard Luka, and forward LeBron James. Like, I think you have to have, like, a center, and you have to have either two guards, two forwards. Okay. Yeah, I just like, I didn't know how that exactly worked. Right, so, like, yeah. beat the center. Look, forward, forward, guard, guard. Yeah, that's how okay. it works. So the, Luka, that's why Jimmy Butler didn't get over Trey Young, because they had him as a forward. Should, should Luka really be... Forward, yeah, he's, six, uh, eight. he's like LeBron. So, why is he, so who's guard. a guard? He's a guard. I mean, should Luca really be a guard? Yeah, he's a guard forward. Okay, hey, he is. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, gotta choose one for all. So, I feel like you, like, you, no, no, because both. it doesn't make a difference. He still would have been the guard if he wanted to be a guard, but right. I think you can just kind of pick what position you want him at. Okay, that, that makes sense. I mean, like, you don't have to have two. But you can. But could I have – my, my question is, are you allowed to – this is a serious question. I'm not sure. You could have four guard forwards probably, yeah. Can you have five forwards and then just say, oh, I'm putting Luca guard and LeBron no, guard? No, you need two guards. Okay. I'm, I, this is confusing to me. It shouldn't be that confusing. It's, it's Honestly, it's the all-star game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they, I don't think they care that much. They didn't even have this conversation. They, 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 they didn't even think yeah, about it. Like, there, there's one guy in the league office having this conversation that I'm asking and they're like just shut the fuck up yeah, dude. Like, dude I don't know just fucking put it whoever you want like Luke had the most votes um, I don't know we got so sidetracked from this game this, yeah and no the, okay well Zion is a top 20 player I agree he's like the 22nd maybe he's yeah. maybe the 18th somewhere there um, but you saw it last night uh, he kind of like dominated Anthony Davis down low not he dominated did. but like uh, I, I don't I wouldn't say there was like 15 20 different matchups but like the four or five times that they got squared up with each other in the post yeah he was either out rebounding or putting his body into Anthony Davis and scoring in the lane um out jumping Dwight Howard for rebounds which is just like the, the, when you watch the videos it's amazing he has this unique giant man body while also having like superb athleticism. Yeah, like athleticism that we didn't even see LeBron have. Right. It's it is more weird. than LeBron's. It's I wouldn't say it's more powerful. It's more powerful. But he jumps higher than and LeBron. He jumps higher. But he's not as he's definitely not as quick as LeBron was. Yeah, he's not as athletic, but right. his jumping ability. He's more powerful. He's Yeah. He's Sean Kemp, as I tweeted, without ten kids. Without ten kids. I like yeah. that. That's exactly he what it is. is. He really does have the exact style of Sean Kemp, but he probably has a slightly better jumper because even though jumper's not great. Yeah, but back then, like, it would have been weird if Sean Kemp had a jumper. Correct. So, but, And he's a much better passer than Sean Kemp. I mean, this guy, that's what's really, really cool about Zion is his, his uh, floor awareness and his um, vision is fantastic. I agree. Uh, I think it's exciting. I hope they make the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, we're watching Colin Coward's show, and he has like the 99 days away from the NBA Finals. June right. 4th, I think, right? They, they listed the first date. And um, they he's filling out his, his bracket. I which, can already tell you the Lakers and the Clippers will be in his Western Conference Finals. 
and he'll have the Lakers winning. And I agree with him. If you're the Rockets, you want to fall to the six seed. Yes. Because the Rockets have a slight chance against the Clippers. They don't have a chance against the Lakers in round two. And I know this is weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. that's You said it too. I, I actually think I if you give me the Rockets at the four or five matchup, I'm picking the Jazz at the five. If you give me the Rockets at the 6-3 matchup, I actually think the Rockets really match up well against the Clippers and would beat the Clippers. That's a, I feel like they can beat the Clippers. Yeah, I do too. Montrezl Harrell is not going to be a problem for them. But Rudy Gobert could be in a seven-game series. And just in general, second round. Let's say if it's even second round. Let's say they even fall to the seven. They can beat Denver and maybe even the Clippers. I think the, there's two teams that they're going to have struggles with in – a seven-game series. I think Jazz are one because of coaching in Rudy Gobert, and the Lakers are just too good and too big for them. Yeah, and I think the other one would be actually the Nuggets because of uh, Jokic. I just don't think they'd have an answer with that one small. I don't know if Jokic can run up and down the floor with their pace because Gobert can, Davis and LeBron can. That's one thing to keep in mind is I know he's lost a lot of weight, but he is pretty fat. Yeah, he's he, he's, he's not an up-and-down guy. <laughs> he's not in the best uh, athletic shape in the world. So, um, yeah. Let's do these little brackets. This will be fun. Okay. Let's do it today. All right. All right. You know what we're going to do? As if the NBA playoffs started today, um, we'll end the podcast with this. How about okay. that? Let's do you do have it. any more to say about LeBron? Zion? Nothing. Fun game. Zion is a good basketball player. Yeah. LeBron's pretty good, too. So, <laughs> I-, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Rockets today, but let's do that another day because, anyways, we'll come back up in a week and talk more about just, in general, NBA, yeah. where the playoff standings are heading. Um. Let's do the Western Conference first. Yep. Okay. We would have... God, I wish I had a bracket like that right now. NBA playoffs picture. There we go. I hate when I don't have the bracket because I'll forget who who, who plays, plays who. Who in the next round. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I can just use wow. this. Wow. So, uh... I guess uh, Colin Cowherd has the Clippers in NBA Finals instead of the Lakers. That's good. Because yeah. he, he, he's gotten it wrong the last couple of years. It's good. All right, All right. I'm trying to find this well, little bracket. I, 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 I can keep track of the West right now. Let's do that. Well, it's if you can't find the bracket at the moment. So you got the Lakers. Just remember who the – no, I know, I know who's in each division. Just remember who plays – just pull up a bracket. I, I, I got it. Don't worry. No, no, just pull up a bracket for me so we know, like, next round they play the winner of that game. Just pull up a bracket. I, do you know what I mean? No, but you, you just do it while you're. I'll find the bracket while you do. I, I can. I can remember. All right, right now yeah. we have the Grizzlies versus Lakers in the first round. I think we both got the Lakers moving on. That would be an easy one. We'd have the Nuggets versus Mavericks at the two seven. The I, that would be the Nuggets. Even though I do love the the uh, Mavericks. Uh, I'm going to also say it will be the Nuggets, but don't. Get it twisted that this might not be a difficult series for the Nuggets. Yep. The Nuggets are the most interesting team, I think, in the Western Conference playoffs because as good as they are, they could easily be a first-round exit. Absolutely. And we almost saw them lose to the Spurs last year. Yeah, 100%. So they're not this team. When Gary Harris or Jamal Murray are number two, I don't know if you're going to go too far in the playoffs. That's the issue. Okay. It sounds great for the regular season. Don't know how good it sounds for long-term Play. success. Fair enough. Clippers, Thunder. I got the Clippers winning that series. I got the Clippers too, but I I have to give it to the Thunder. Like pretty, I have to give it out to shout out to Chris Paul. He's he really is 
He's proved to be a great teammate yep. and, and, and keep his career yeah, alive. Yeah, absolutely. Makes James Harden look fantastic. There's nothing to do. James Harden have a better record than him. I what does that have to do with anything? Because it, obviously that he went down a step because it was hard to play with James Harden last year. He didn't go down. He was playing great. This is the whole point. Is he stayed playing great. Everyone thought he was watching. He's not, he's not like... Uh, this is, let's not make this about James Harden versus Chris Ball. I just wanted to make a comment. Go to the, go to the, Go deep in the playoffs. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Rockets versus Jazz. I got the Jazz winning this series, but barely in seven games. I, I'd be, I actually think that's the best first-round series. I'd have the Rockets winning because it is a home court advantage. Um, Rudy Gobert. I, so far, I've been shocked about how Rudy Gobert has played against the Rockets. They're... And I, he, I think they've had two matchups since they've been in the small yep. ball, and they've won both. And Gobert's just been a little, I don't know, like not out rebounding anybody. Seven game series can be different, but I take the Rockets just based off of what I've seen Fair so enough. far. So that means we'd have Lakers versus Rockets. Lakers versus Rockets. And you'd have Lakers Jazz. I'm assuming we'd both take the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. So we're going Lakers. And then. The other side would be who? The other side would be the... Nuggets. Nuggets versus the three-seed Clippers. Okay. And I'm taking the Clippers to win this series. I would take Clippers um, as well. I think this is their first series where they struggle a little bit. And so we got the Lakers and Clippers. And I'm taking the Lakers in seven games in the battle for LA. I'll take the Lakers in six. I am worried about Paul George this year. And it has not... If Paul George was fully healthy, I think it'd be a different story. Um, his injuries seem worse than we thought. He's not playing that many games. Right. He's not playing that great. And uh, Mr. Playoff P himself has only really had one good playoffs. It's great. Right. And, you know, it's what will be interesting, though, is if the Clippers do make the NBA Finals and do continue that run, Kawhi Leonard just moves himself into some rare category of greatness. He, he I mean, he could – just randomly snatch his third ring on his third team. Team in the, in like that would just be amazing. In a blink of an eye, right? Yeah. While being quietly like a superstar, and then the, the biggest superstar that doesn't say anything. Exactly. Um, Eastern, yeah, but I got Lakers. So do you? Yeah, so do I. Eastern Conference, uh, Bucks and Magic. We'll go Bucks. We'll both go of Bucks. Us. <laughs> Raptors, Nets. We'll both go Raptors unless unless. Um, <laughs> Kevin Durant comes back and he's the Kevin Durant. Probably go he, he's the Kevin Durant of two years ago or something and just has the most remote. It's not happening. Go Raptors. Celtics. God, those first two matchups are so boring. I know. I, that's why I said, like, unless I was trying to make it more fun. But Even I, if he came back, it probably wouldn't be that good from week one. Um, Pacers, Celtics. Give me the Celtics. But this is a sneaky matchup if Oladipo gets really healthy, but I, I don't see it. I. Kind Simonis has emerged as an all-star this year too, and they do have Miles Turner. Yeah, still. No, they're a good team. This is this. I feel like the Pacers are the team every year where they just will be in the first round of the playoffs and really make it difficult for someone. Yeah, least. almost a very Spurs esque Spurs at post championship post championship esque. I like that. Like, oh, this is, we're just gonna make this really hard. Heat 76ers. Um, this is a great matchup. I'm gonna take the 76ers of if Bill Ben Simmons is healthy, but. Because they have to win one road game. They win at home, like, at a historical pace. God damn. And if they like, can get home court advantage, that'd be great for them. Oh, poor Miami Heat. I know. 
with a good year, if you're really going to be stuck with facing the 76ers in the first round, I'm just going to say poor Miami Heat. That sucks. Yeah, it really does. That's a shitty matchup because I'm taking the 76ers. I am taking the Sixers as well. Then you got the one versus four Bucks and Heat. I think we're both I mean, Bucks, Bucks and Sixers. Sixers, which is a fantastic series. Because I would say if you wanted – There's one team that I want facing the Bucks, and I know some people might say it's the Celtics. I'm saying it's the 76ers. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Bucks, the 76ers have two of the three best players on the court when healthy. They have maybe three of four. Maybe four of five. No, Chris Middleton's a little better than we give him credit for. Sometimes. Sometimes. But no, but he's a good basketball to player. To be honest, if you flip flop Tobias Harris and Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris is the number two guy on the Bucks. Probably puts up the same stat. Yeah, but I, I, the, I do like Middleton a little more than I like Tobias I'm just Harris. saying, even Josh Richardson he could play the yeah. exact same role as Chris Middleton if healthy and in the same role. Um, and th- there's, there's, a, there's a key X factor here. Can Al Horford figure it out with the Sixers? Or is he no, just he's, getting washed, he's up? washed up? He's done. He's, I mean, Why was done, he not washed up last year? Because you can get washed up in a year. Or the, is Danny the, Ainge moves off guys at the right time, always. So... I know this guy. He's like, oh, Isaiah Thomas, MVP? Okay, um, he, bye. T- he talks to Bill Belichick or something. They're in the same city. Except Kyrie. I don't know. If, uh, you got rid of Kyrie at a good time, too. He really did. Um, that leaves us with the second-round matchup of the Raptors versus Celtics. And no, the Eastern Conference <laughs> matchups are pretty fun here in the second round if this holds up. I, I got to go with the Raptors. And, and here's the thing. I think the Celtics might have a better overall mm-hmm. Package, but there's when I've watched this Raptors team, this Raptors team is fucking good. I get we think they don't have a superstar because Pascal Siakam is kind of boring like Kawhi Leonard, but he might be a superstar. He might he might be the best player in this series. He's better than Jason Tatum today. Maybe not two years from now, but I think Pascal Siakam. We've seen it up until last week when Jason Tatum started making some pop. Pascal Siakam was the better player. I mean, he was the all-star starter. Because I do feel like that actually the other way around. I think Tatum's slightly better, and I think Kemba Walker's slightly better. But when I say slightly, I mean really slightly. But then again, I think Nick Nurse is slightly better than Brad Stevens. Both Kemba Walker has not been healthy. These are the same damn teams. The Celtics score 113.4 points per game. The Raptors 113. The Raptors give up 106.1. The Celtics 106.5. They're both 8-2 in their last 10 games. They're a game and a half behind. Both are much better at home than on the road. And both have nine conference losses. Can I tell you something right now, though? There's a reason I would take. from Based off what you said, there's one reason you take the Raptors there. Currently, they have the home court advantage. Game 7 in Toronto. True. This is very true. Currently, maybe. But... I'm, I'm leading Celtics. I just feel like the two best players on the team are Kemba, both very close. I have some inklings. Hold on. I don't know if Kemba is going to be playing in the playoffs. I don't think he's going to be healthy this okay, year. Okay, that's, that's a whole like different. Two weeks that's so weird, true in a weird like. I've me. been reading on Celtics Twitter. I typed in Kemba Walker the other day. I was reading all these like Celtics fans on Twitter and stuff. Sounds like people are concerned that his knee's really bad, but they're just not saying anything. Malik Monk is suspended indefinitely for violating the NBA. That was like a half an hour ago, bro. Uh, oh, right. I just saw it now. I just wanted to say uh, whatever steroids he's on, if there were steroids, it weren't working that well. Um, all right. So you're taking the Raptors. I'm taking the Celtics. That leaves us with the Bucks versus Celtics. I'm taking the Bucks. That leaves you with the Bucks versus Raptors. Who are you taking? Uh, the 
the Bucks. And I I feel like it's not the uh, it's not the cool answer, right? To say the Bucks, but I think it's the Bucks. Fair enough. Because to be honest, it's I mean I don't know. It's it's Giannis. That I guess that's the answer. It's Giannis. Just I know he didn't do it last year, but it seems like the year where he's gonna be good enough to get over the hump. That's how I feel too. And then the NBA Finals, you got the Celtics. I have Celtics. You got the Lakers versus Bucks. Um, here's the thing. I I feel like the Bucks are very Spurs esque and could win this series, but I just kind of feel like I feel like this is it for the Lakers and LeBron James. I'm not saying LeBron can never win a championship again, but I mean he's using so much energy. He's putting all his focus into this season. There's a whole Kobe Bryant factor, which if you don't think that motivates the players to want to go win a championship for the city, you don't understand how human emotions work. Yeah. So I'm gonna take the Lakers reluctantly because I do believe the Bucks are actually a better basketball team and a better not by far I and a better coach team also not by far because I think both coaches are fantastic I do think the Bucks are slightly better but I feel like there's other factors that can that aren't always who's a better team that makes you win a championship yeah I'm also going to take the Lakers very reluctantly because I don't know if they're the best team in the NBA shit I don't even know if they're the best team in the West but shit I don't know if they're the best team in their city yeah but there's an X factor and his name's LeBron James and whatever, you know, whatever he's got going on right now at the 17th season at 35 years old, it's going right. Exactly. He's found a post game. He's found a fadeaway jumper. He's found his three point shot, his free throws. When it comes down to, I guess the end of the game, what I've seen so far has become better. Right. His passing's better. He's trying to make a point and lead the league. He's, in assist while also averaging 26, 27 a game, yep. getting eight, nine rebounds. Um, and then there's going to be those Anthony Davis pops games, right? In the playoffs, which I don't know if other teams have many guys that can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chris Middleton has a, the same level of pop game as an Anthony Davis. I don't think Jamal Murray or Russell Westbrook or even Paul George has the same level of that pop game that, Anthony Davis can have in the playoffs. Right. Anthony Davis can have that 45 and 17. And we've seen it. It's not like Anthony. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Anthony Davis gets small in the big moments here this season. We've seen him in the playoffs against the Blazers uh, sweep them and put up 40s, 40 and 20s. And we saw Why him. Why did he do that series? That's my question. Like, he swept them and he was putting up like 40 and 20s. Like, the guy's one of the best players in the NBA. He's one of the top five players in the world. And, you know, let's just deal with it. Because, I mean, was it, who's it on? Was it Colin Coward today? I was trying to say, like, it was bled based off of Rondo and Drew yeah. Holiday, like, shutting down Dame. Drew Holiday had a very underrated uh, series. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, though. He had averaged 27.8 and 6.5. Wow, that's pretty assists. good. But Anthony Davis averaged 33 and 12. Yeah, so, so there you go. He led the team in blocks, steals. Rebounds and points. Fantastic. And minutes. Yeah. No, and, so he doesn't shrink in the playoffs. Yeah. And was second in field goal percentage after Miritich. So he didn't shrink in the playoffs. Um, wow, we both have the Lakers. And I know everyone's going to think it's such a cliche answer and storybook answer. But, like, it's not. I mean, like, to be honest, sometimes. Well, I mean, it, it, I've never picked LeBron James to win a championship since we started this podcast. So this is my first one. 
That's fair. <laughs> so here you go. Here it is. Uh, we've also had the Warriors as like the greatest lineup in the history of basketball for the True. last five years. Um, and that's why I'm saying it sounds cliche, it sounds storybook, but sometimes it's sometimes you do just have to go off the best team. And they, I know they're not. I don't know if they're better than the Bucks, but they are the number one seed in the West. A lot of years, the best team with the best player wins. Exactly. And this year, it's looking like the best team with the best player is either Giannis with the Bucks or LeBron with the Lakers. Exactly. So one of them might win. Uh, is that all we got? That's all we got. Check us out at sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. Uh, we appreciate your love. And uh, this is episode 607. And we'll be back shortly. And George... For those that want to know what Sant stands for, what does it stand for? It's Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio. Redefine. Peace.